0: Radio One ninety one 91FM podcast. Hi, I'm Caitlin. And I'm Jess. And you're listening to Above Average. The podcast
1: where we, two above average performing arts students, try to expand our below
0: average knowledge of the world and how it works. In this episode, it's all about money, money, money. As Donna Sheridan once said, we're talking the economy, the highs and lows of cryptocurrency, and we answer the burning question, why Why can't can't we we just print print more more money? money? So
1: grab your Bitcoins and your Novos, And settle in for the first episode of... Above Above Average! So, what actually is the economy? Yeah, well, I couldn't answer that question straight off the bat, so I literally typed into Google, what is the economy? And this is what it came up with. Are you ready, Caitlin? Always. Okay. So, it said the four key concepts of the economy is supply and demand which I definitely have some memories of from year 10 social studies, <laughs> cost and benefits. Yep, it's all losing me already. <laughs> uh, incentives and shortage. So I still really had no idea what was going on. And then I found this great article that said the 10 easy steps to understanding the economy. Riveting. And I read through it and... I didn't like some of the steps, so (laughs) I just took them out. So here is the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight steps to understanding the economy. First of all, we have cash rate, which means the official interest rate of what all borrowing is based. (laughs) (laughs) I've forgotten what all of this stuff means. This basically means that when the economy is improving, the interest rates are raised to slow down. Because apparently we don't want it to improve too much. I don't know why, because that seems a Im- bit... R-
0: Improvement's are always good, but apparently... But apparently not they're in they're- the economy. So
1: <laughs> when the economy's improving, they go up to slow it down. And when it needs a little pick-me-up, if you will...
0: As we all do. As we
1: all do. <laughs> the interest rates are reduced, which apparently that helps. I'm not too sure. I, that's, I'm that's i going to say that. Yeah. As experts. As experts clearly, on this topic, clearly, obviously. So they use the cost of money to control demand. How can it be a cost of money? Because money... Uh, anyway, it's fine. <laughs> on to the next. <gasps> Inflation. Ooh. Now, this is something I know something about. Ooh, Ooh. Go me, but you'll hear about that later in the episode. So inflation means the rising cost for things. So when the money is cheap, you spend lots and the prices are high. But when interest rates are high, we don't spend so much money, so the prices aren't as expensive. Does that make sense, Caitlin? That makes
0: a little bit of sense, yeah. Okay, good. Now, this is a little
1: quiz for you, Caitlin. Okay. What does GDP stand for? Girl, don't push. Incorrect. (laughs) It means gross domestic product of course of course (laughs) and this actually measures how fast the economy is growing isn't that interesting no hey (laughs) that was my fun fact of the day next up we have the labor market Ooh, Ooh, interesting it's like
0: pregnancy and politics all in one cuz you go into labor. That's ooh, why would you say that? <laughs> oh, what is wrong
1: with you? <laughs> anyway, back to my really riveting conversation about the economy. So strong employment <laughs> is important to control the economy with interest rates. So this basically means that the bank can Control how much money they give out by being like, oh, you don't have a good enough job, so I'm not going to give you any money. How rude is that? Oh,
0: that's not very nice.
1: That's really unkind. Exchange rates. Oh, I know about this one as well. The exchange rate is the amount of money that it takes to equal another country's amount of money. Right. Of course. The Great British Pound, which holds a great place, a dear place in my heart. Fun fact, Jess is British. Long live the queen. That's all I have to say. So when the exchange rate is low, imports are more expensive because we have to pay more money to match the other country's money to get stuff into the country.
0: Right. So this one time when I I did young a young enterprise scheme and this one I don't know what that is. Um, it's like this. You do it in it's like commerce and stuff. Um I didn't I did the marketing, obviously. I didn't deal with the money. Obviously. But we we imported beauty blenders to sell as our own because we were cheating the system. And it cost us a lot of money. Mm. So that's why. It's the same as when you buy a dress from ASOS and the shipping cost is a lot because it needs to be imported. Yeah. Yes, imported. Imported. Okay, I get it. Like M, it's coming into the country. Yeah.
1: But exported it's getting exported yeah. and like when- like an ex like an ex boyfriend oh like
0: i don't know about that
1: i unfortunately do oh <laughs> moving
0: on moving um. on
1: <laughs> household consumption Ooh. So this basically means when households are buying lots of things, it increases the customer confidence in buying and selling goods. I, oh, I don't really know what that I means. I don't understand um, that at all.
0: I guess it's like when you buy like a microwave from the warehouse, for example.
1: Is it though? Well, you okay. But, but could it also just be like buying anything from the warehouse, like the $2 chips that we buy from the warehouse?
0: That's true. They are delicious. But it's like, and we have customer confidence that they're going to be good. Does that I don't I think we're gonna get roasted by some business students. Oh, but hundred percent. But that's, fine. But that's it's the fine.
1: point. Because it's fine. I mean we did say we were experts before, but we're not. We lied. We're definitely not, we're we lying. Lied. Balance of trade. Ooh. <laughs> which is the difference um between the imports and exports, which we previously learned about. Go ask. Hooray. So the imports and exports need to be balanced because we can't be exporting too much. Um I don't know why. Um <laughs> and we can't be importing too much because they need to be on an equal in an equal um level. Right? Because otherwise bad things will happen. And lastly, business investment. Yeah. Uh, which apparently is a big stimulant for the economy and the job market. So it's like Viagra for the economy and the job market. <laughs> Viagra. Yeah, business investment, the yeah. little blue pill. <laughs> And that brings us to the end of the economy. Of the economy, well, In general, I
0: I learnt so much. I will not miss the economy.
1: No, neither will I. Au revoir, economy. For anyone who has to learn about the economy,
0: I'm sorry. At
1: tertiary level,
0: ah, oh, sucks to be you. Should have chose something else. Performing arts, maybe. Yeah, that that
1: should have been your first option. Yeah.
0: Okay, so here's the thing about the economy. Different economies are looking for ways to capitalise on the latest technologies. Correct.
1: I don't know what you're talking about, but yes.
0: Always is the answer.
1: Okay, Hence
0: right. the birth of cryptocurrency, Ooh. I think. I'm not 100% sure, but that's what I came up with last night. I see, I see. Yeah. Yeah. And I know there are people that buy it, right? Of course. So like they invest in it. A Logan Paul was selling some the other day, so that's going to mean it's something at least. Mm, okay. So I learnt from old Uncle Google, of course, that cryptocurrency is simply just a form of payment that can be exchanged for online goods through tokens from different companies. I see, I see. So my understanding of this is that it's like time zone. <gasps> I love time
1: zone. I also, shout time out, zone, please sponsor us. Shout out us. to
0: Time Zone in Meridian. Meridian Mall. Yeah, it's in the Meridian. I have spent
1: way too much money
0: there. So much. So, when you go to Time Zone, right, you have to buy tickets through your card, and then through some hard mahi, you can exchange them for points. And then, when you further exchange those points, you get like a sticky hand, per se.
1: Or if you're really good at the claw machine with the tickets, you get a Star Wars soft toy. Did you get
0: a Star Wars soft toy? Yeah, I did. Oh, that's pretty funky. Thank you. Right. So- I worked really hard for it. <laughs> So, just like a time zone with online currencies, some days you get a sweet treat at the end of the day, and oh, some days you get days. a sweet reminder that capitalism still exists. So, according to the internet, there is a race to buy cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin before they become more valuable. Because Bitcoin is seen as like the future of the economy, in this case, Bitcoin is providing like power to the people vibes. Power to the- by removing the bank as the central agent of all money. They pretty much want to move it all online. Mm. And that's quite sad for me because I've, I've met some really nice bankers in my time. My, in my granny
1: was a banker. Really? Yeah, she was.
0: Oh, yeah, that's pretty exciting. Thank you. I think my bank name was Michael. Won't give any further details than that. Michael from the bank? Michael from the bank. And they like don't Jenny deserve... Jenny from the block, sorry. Michael from the bank does not deserve to lose his job no. to Bitcoin. Am I right? You're
1: right, 100%.
0: But the only time I think that a banker should lose their job is if they like the bankers in Mary Poppins or Mary Poppins Returns because they're not very nice people. No, and they're
1: not very nice people in Mary Poppins the first one either. No. And they're not very nice people in Peter Pan the movie with Jeremy Sumter and Jason Isaacs because you remember when Jason Isaacs is the dad of the Darling family and then he's a banker and he's really mean because the kids (laughs) come in with the dog and then he's like... And then they fly (laughs) away to Neverland and then he gets really sad because he's lost his kids and then in in Neverland he turns into Captain hook and he's
0: oh, really
1: attractive
0: that's not the point of bitcoin <sighs> sorry <laughs> so apparently i found this out fun fact you can also mine for bitcoin it's where like new bitcoins are added into circulation apparently back in my day the only thing we mined for was gold that was Which, a really
1: bad joke, Kaylin. It was
0: quite good. And if you ever go somewhere like Shantytown on the West Coast, you can mine for gold. Woo! I went on a camp once there and we had to dress in like Victorian dress. What dress? Victorian. <laughs> you know, olden days stuff. Oh, yeah. It was quite the Victorian dress was quite fitting because Gloria Vale is also on the West Coast. So who knows? I could have just been in, on a camp to Glory Vale and I didn't know. <clears throat> I hope not. But we got to mine for gold or pan for gold. Did you at get much? I got a little bit, but then I didn't get enough. I got bullied by the the netball girls in my year group. Well, that's um, not
1: surprising, is it? No. So, I'm not condoning bullying, guys.
0: It's just, it's humbling. Yes. At this point. Sometimes um, she needs it. But I don't think you can pan for Bitcoin. No. Part of the mining is that you can exchange it for digital currency and proper money, which I don't understand how you can exchange it for proper money if it's not making any money. And the only things I've ever traded are numbers and marbles. That first one is a lie. I've never given my number. Well, I have given my number out, but it's never been traded back with another one.
1: Well, see, that's where you're going wrong. Because if you give someone your number, you do the old, oh, I'll put it in your phone. And then you text them off your phone because
0: then you get their number right you silly girl that's why i don't have you not learned anything no that's why i don't have a boyfriend obviously uh, i don't know if it's that but okay. okay anyway back to the topic apparently crypto is meant to be more secure than banking but i'm opening that up for debate and i'm seriously going to debate this with anybody come for me because the internet as i learned in my media classes, mm-hmm. is about as corrupt as Donald Trump's presidency. Oh my god. Or sometimes the National Party, depending <gasps> on who's the leader. Sorry, had to say it. To Lofer. The internet crashes all the time. And it's built on the foundation of control and controlling the people. Power to the people, I say. But not, because there's no power in the people in the internet. So crypto is never going to be secure. It also just doesn't generate any cash flow. So what is the point of crypto? I don't get it.
1: I mean, neither do I, and I've just listened to you talk about it for ten minutes, and I still don't understand it. Yeah,
0: me neither. So that sounds like an awful idea. It sounds horrible. Why?
1: Why do it? Is my question. If anyone wants to answer that question, don't. <laughs> she'll cry. I will cry. If I'll, anyone, if anyone debates her,
0: I'll cry. Point. She'll cry. I know I'm right. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I wouldn't go that far. I may, I'm. I've got a good point, but it's not. It doesn't carry strong information.
1: Now that was some very riveting information you just shared,
0: Caitlin. Thank you so much.
1: But we still have. I haven't answered the burning question.
0: Right. Um, Jess? Yes, Caitlin? Why can't we print more money? Well,
1: Caitlin, (laughs) I had the same question, so why don't we work it out together? That
0: sounds like a brilliant idea. Let's Let's go! go! So...
1: As I did with my economy section, I just typed into Google, why can't we just print more money? And I'm not stupid. I do understand that we can't just do that. I'd just like to preface
0: that. I would also like to preface that. I didn't know that. See, I... Because it was on an episode, I think, of Drake and Josh and they printed more money. I see. So I think I... in my Embedded in my brain is it being real because if Drake and Josh can do it, why can't we? Of course. Yeah.
1: Well, I'd like to say that I understand that we can't print more money. Caitlin, on the other hand, doesn't. But she's going to learn right now because I'm going to teach her. Mm, education. So, the reason why we can't print more money is because it doesn't increase the economic output. It just increases the amount of money that circulates in the economy. Okay.
0: Yeah? It's a lot for my brain to take in.
1: So, if there's more money, if people have more money, just in general, then the price of goods will go up. Do you remember that inflation thing we were talking about? Yes. Yeah, it's coming back to us now, oh. baby. So, Union Grill.
0: Yes. Love Union Our Grill. Our favourite,
1: well, personally my favourite place, place on campus.
0: My um, favourite place on campus. We've been going since first year.
1: We are veterans. If you were, We have been called veterans of Union Grill. Yes. So have you noticed that the Union Grill prices are not as
0: they were? I have noticed that. Yes. And I'm
1: upset. So the prices of Union Grill have gone up, which is very sad. But do you know Why? Why? I mean, I don't know personally, but but this this (laughs) is my hypothesis. My hypothesis is that there is more money in New Zealand circulating, so Union Grow have to put their prices up because there's more money.
0: But if there's more money... Yeah. And does that mean that Otago University has more money? Probably. So then where's our money going? I don't know. And why don't we have it?
1: That's... A question for whoever runs the university. Yeah, which is not me, and unfortunately. it's not Harlene Hayne
0: anymore. Oh no! Also, may I add? Yes, I know I have some angry friends about this as well. The inflation cost. Is that how they say it? I'm going to say it like that. The inflation okay. cost of $3 lunches <gasps> has gone up to $4 lunches. Yes. And I know that some people are very still happy about this, but I know other people are destroyed. Yes,
1: we, we have a special friend who's very upset about the
0: $4 lunch. He doesn't like it. No. And that's fair enough because... I think that's fair. Because how are we meant to get or meant to find an extra dollar in our student loans? Exactly. We get paid the same amount it. every week. Yeah. Caitlin, what's that sound? <gasps> I can hear it. Hold on. Oh, I think I know what it is. The, the history alarm!
1: alarm! Yes, we got it right. <laughs> That's right, everyone. The history alarm has gone off. And Jess is ready to spill some tea. So it's now time for, for history me to give you some historical facts related to this episode of Above Average. Hooray! So, we were just talking about hyperinflation. We were. Now, all of you history nerds who have studied the 20th century will know about the 1929 Wall Street Crash and subsequently the Great Depression. Not the Cold War for anyone out there wondering. Not the Cold War, as uh, someone in this podcast thinks that the Cold War (gasps) happened in 1776.
0: That was not the Cold War. No. It was Alexander Hamilton arriving to the United States.
1: So, in the late 1920s and early 1930s, Germany, who were very naughty at that time. Yep, they just lost World War One. Yep, unlucky. This big owl. So basically, what happened was, right? So they took the
0: fattest owl after World War One. They were quite literally ready to go for the kill. Not yet. Uh, just kidding. Just
1: let the history sorry. student sorry tell you about it. Sorry. <laughs> so basically, what happened was they took the fattest owl after World War One. Sucks to suck. Yeah, and the other countries was like, "You need to give us less money," and they were like. We are having the money. You know what I mean? <laughs> so they were having the money. And if you're not from Hawke's Bay, that means that they didn't have any money. <laughs> so they were trying to pay these reparations back. Then Wall Street crashed. And they were like, oh no, now we really don't have any money. And did you know the hyperinflation got so bad, which as we've learned before, means the worth of the money had gone down Down. so low and the prices had gone up. Remember? See, we did learn something today. We did. So it got so bad that people were burning money instead of using it to, like, buy wood and coal and stuff.
0: Do you mean they were actually, like, burning it, like, setting it on fire? Yeah,
1: because it was paper money. So they were setting that on fire instead of buying wood or coal with it because it was so expensive. So, yeah, so that was a bit of a knowledge for your... Friday, fun day. Would you like a little bit more? Please. Okay. Hooray. Well, let's go. So as I said before, Wall Street crashed in 1929. But how did it crash, Caitlin?
0: I have no idea. Well, I'm going
1: to tell you. Okay. So basically, what happened was, after World War I, when Germany took a fat owl, well, America kind of went the opposite side of that so they actually took the
0: fat w yeah
1: so they started doing quite well
0: okay
1: and their economy got better and blah 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 and they were growing as a country whatever good for america yeah good for you you look happy and healthy you know what i mean and (laughs) so the economy started getting better Mm -hmm. so then people started putting their own money into it so people were like selling their liberty bonds which are like these weird war bond things. They started selling their liberty bonds and mortgaging their houses so they could get money to then put it back into the stock market. Oh, stock market, here we go. So in 1929, there were 300 million shares in the American stock market. That's a lot of Which shares. is a lot. And then it all went downhill very quickly. The L was coming. Basically, the prices of things started going down. And people were like, oh, no. Oh, no. We need to get the money back that we put into the stocks. Because they just
0: sold their lives away pretty much. That's kind of silly because they, they tried so hard for the American dream and then they sell their lives away. Yeah, well, that's what happens. That's life, I guess. That's
1: life, I guess the prices started declining. The market started going into a free fall. Oh no. And people tried <laughs> to sell their, their, their stocks and no one was buying it because, because other people were trying to sell their stocks. So too many people were trying to sell and not enough people were trying to buy, right? Because
0: yeah, they don't have the money to... And they exactly. Can't, and they can't swap stocks.
1: No, exactly. Because that just... What's the point in that? Yeah. And then Black Monday happened and the market just closed down completely. Oh. So all these big corporations like the like American radio company had a non- 90% decrease Ooh. in like their stock value, which is like really bad. And the bank loans that people had taken out to put into the stock market couldn't be repaid because obviously all of their money had just gone with the stock market. And then that started a recession.
0: Ooh. Yeah,
1: so that's pretty sad.
0: Pretty unlucky for America, yeah, if you Yeah, pretty
1: unlucky. That was your little tidbit. Tidbit, if you will. Historical tidbit of the day. I hope you all enjoyed it. Get excited for the next one because I'm just bursting with
0: historical knowledge. Yeah, but hey, Jess. Yes, Caitlin. While we're speaking about the stock market, yes. um, I just want to tell the listeners out there we did some investigation into our own Wall Street here we in sure did. the Otago University business school we went and we watched the stock market for half an hour because we got bored we wanted to cry it was awfully boring we were the old ones out yeah they could could smell our performing arts aura they could it was embarrassing it was embarrassing but we suffered through it we did we did it for the podcast we did and i'd now like to cross over to caitlin and jess a week ago in the business school to learn about the stock market take it away
1: so, my initial thoughts are. Boring. It runs very quickly. <laughs> it does, it's, it's moving very fast. quite speedy, yeah. But then, see, it just slowed down. What does NZX stand for? See? New Zealand. Oh, yeah, well, what
0: does the X stand for? Experience. Experience starts oh, with an E. The uni wants us to live a little. Learn a lot. Yeah, mm. New Zealand is is, uh, is hasn't gone up or down? No.
1: Auckland. Does that just mean Auckland, the city, has gone down? <laughs> I like farmers, farmers.
0: AMP Australia and New Zealand Banking Group it's oh, ANZ, A-N-Z. Oh. <laughs> oh my god go They're up Asia. By 0.07% Asia Pacific Co- f- f- Fund That's up That's
1: APL It's down ARB is down as well <laughs> Australian Royal Bank Maybe Oh that's quite smart I just made that up
0: but. Argos, okay Argos, let's not say argos Argosy The vibes of the Let's talk about the vibes of the business okay. school Well, the, it's usually It's very quiet Yes But today it's not too The, the cafe's nice The cafe, I give, you, I give them that They have good hot chocolates You've got a nice view as well Yes, but the business school vibes Literally
1: almost everyone is sitting by themselves Well, relatable They've got nice classrooms, though, because I have some classes in here sometimes. I don't think I'll find
0: a boyfriend in the business school, however. No, probably not, but... but it's a good. It's nice to dream. Yeah, dreams are good. Dreams are free. Is there any any final
1: thoughts you'd like to say, Caitlin? Did we say we worked out what stocks were?
0: I think we worked out that the little thing across the bottom of the screen means that... It's like when people should buy it. Yeah, because if it's down, you should buy it. And if it's up... You should sell it. You should sell it because you'll get more money.
1: Please tell us if we're right. Yeah, um, we don't know. But our conclusion is that you buy stocks when they're down, then wait for them to go up, and then that's when you sell them. Please let us know in the comments below if that was the correct assumption. And if it's not, well, then that's a bit embarrassing, but it's fine. <laughs> we're really bad at our jobs,
0: but it's fine. Goodbye from and the business school. Goodbye from the business school, and back to you in the studio, Caitlin and Jess. Goodbye.
1: Right, we've embarrassed ourselves enough talking about stuff we don't know about. So,
0: here's a little segment that we like to call What What We Do Know. We've decided to bring you guys a spicy little segment where we're going to rate a musical related to the episode's topic out of five. So, this week's musical is How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. It is a 1961 musical by mostly Frank Lossier, loser. Don't look at me. Oh, that's
1: not very common. That's not
0: very. Sorry, Frank. And it follows the story of Finch, who reads a book and goes from being a window cleaner to the chairman of a big New York City company. Wow. Like in The Wolf of Wall Street. Mm. Along the way He also falls in love with Rosemary (sighs) And he keeps the job And there's a happily ever after Oh, how boy I know What did you think about the musical, Jess? We listened to it last night We listened to it I've seen clips It's uh, It's not great Dare I say boring
1: Yeah The music is very same same
0: yeah
1: like literally every song is pretty much the same excluding
0: the reprises because obviously that's gonna be but yeah. even the reprises should be a little different yeah
1: but like it was just it was giving me very much like it was trying to be as good as kiss me kate but it, it never it failed it really didn't it could never. sorry yeah. frank Yeah, so if you're not into musicals but you'd like to be, I really wouldn't start with this one. I wouldn't recommend it. I really wouldn't recommend this one. Not that fun. They try to try Greece. Oh, yeah, start with the classics. Um and then move into something a bit more quirky, if you will. But this is this is not the one. This is not the one for you. Try to do
0: like The little cash grabs with the stars that they put in the musical? Well, so they did a 2011 revival on the Broadway, if you will. And they did what we call stunt casting to bring in more revenue. The economy, right? Oh, I see the economy. So they stunt casted our old friend Harry Potter... Daniel Radcliffe
1: and it was a disaster well it wasn't a disaster but if you listen to the
0: it was a disaster you listen to the cast recording Ooh, I love Harry Potter so much but Daniel Radcliffe singing hurt my ears a little bit yeah but if you're listening Daniel we have similar last names so we could be related
1: yeah if you're listening Daniel you're
0: a great actor you are great and we love you and we I just think you're great I just don't think the musical did you dirty is what we're trying to yeah. say obviously that's yeah. what we're trying to get at I really don't think you should have taken that.
1: But it's okay because you it's, did it. We live, we and learn.
0: Yeah, you live, you learn. And I bet you got paid good money for oh, it. Oh, 100%. So then, next on the lineup, mm-hmm. they spent three weeks with star from Glee, Darren Chris. And then, after that three weeks, they moved on to the second youngest Jonas, not Frankie. No. Nick. An icon. The Heartthrob. Yes. If you will. Not my favorite Jonas brother. That no. was Joe. But oh, yeah, same. Yeah. So, and then they closed that off in May 2012. Shablam. Gone. Done. So, even though we don't
1: really like this musical... We're still going to rate it. What is your favourite song, Caitlin, before we rate it?
0: I think my favourite song is Happy to Keep His Dinner Warm. Yes. I sung it once at my NASDAQ audition. Mm -hmm. I didn't get in. Yes. Cool. Uh,
1: What's your favourite song, Jess? My favourite song is Been a Long Day. And that's only because... Some fellow performing arts students did their rendition of it last year. It was very comical. It was amazing, very comedic. Comedic, because who was going- is the word. I was
0: going for comedic and comical. In it.
1: Comedic, lovely, lovely harmonies, tone. Stunning. Great bunch of people, great acting. Lovely mixed belt. Yes. Mm. Stunning. So yeah, that that's my favourite song. Okay. And I would just like to say that I think the University of Otago BPA students did it better than the original Broadway
0: cast. but Just quietly. Just quietly. You didn't hear that from us. No, you didn't. That's a little spicy tea for your Friday afternoon. So let's rate it. Thoughts? What's your rating system? I think to
1: stick with the the money episode, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to rate mine out of bank transfers. Okay. I'm going to give it a solid one bank transfer yeah I'm giving it like it's giving me the same vibe as like you pay for your friends like $20 worth of McDonald's and then they finally transfer you the money like a month later only after you asking them like four times this
0: sounds like PTSD from situations we've had
1: yeah I'm giving it one out of one out of five bank transfers how about you Caitlin um I'll go with the bank
0: transfers as well okay um I'm gonna give it one rating for being on Broadway and being a musical fair enough another point for being revived because that's that's cool usually things that are dead don't get revived so it's awesome to see musicals doing that of um course. and then i think i'm gonna give it 0.1 for each star they stunt casted yes so all out i'm gonna give it 2.3 out of 5 bank transfers that was a very logical answer thank you i worked really hard You're on welcome. that yeah and that's how to succeed in business without really trying and that's what we do know Wow, what an episode that was. Hope you guys learned as much as we did. Uh, Or not, depends on how you look at it really. Join us next episode where we have another crack at
1: trying to learn something we probably should know already. Caitlin, shut up. See you next time.
0: Bye. Bye. That was a Radio 1 91FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.